This is The Connection, a Dirty Free Hub podcast connecting gravel cyclists to where they ride through short stories about culture, history, people, places, and lands. Kristen and Vila Yokinen stopped by to talk about their epic adventure, a bike ride from Alaska to Argentina. They came up with the idea during a through hike on the Pacific Crest Trail, and we're going to join the conversation with Kristen and Vila as they explain how they came up with this idea to ride their bike from Alaska to Argentina. I hope you enjoy. And she said, oh yeah, that, that sounds great, but I'd love to see Alaska. And that would be a cool place to bike. And then it just kind of escalated from things there. That, things escalated real quickly. Yeah. yeah, and we just thought we'd give it a shot. And um, one thing we did know from hiking the Pacific Crest Trail is when you do one of these adventures, one of the reasons we pick adventures that are so long is because we want to be so engaged in it that it becomes our life. Because if it's just a short week or two trip, you never really get to let go of your former self, right? You're always thinking like, oh, when this is over and it's almost over and now I'm going home and I'm going back to the job or the life or the whatever. But these adventures, we get to really jump in. And when we go without a plan, you have no preconceived notion of what anything's supposed to be. And so when you don't plan anything out, it's it, the whole world's your oyster. You can do mm-hmm. anything, you know, you can change plans at the whim there's no and that, there's no mm-hmm. failure. Right. And so many of us, we overcomplicate things by making too much of a plan. By the way, you can't plan your life. We all know that everything goes sideways sure. and will. Right. So it's like making a plan is almost a waste of time because you make a plan, it goes sideways, everything changes. And now that plan is out the window, all that wasted time. So forget the plan. Don't talk yourself out of doing something by over planning. Just like make the basic bare bones of an idea of what you want to do and just jump in and go. I think if you, you could also word it that or look at it that if you don't try, that's a failure. Because you will get to the end of your life and look back and say, I never did it. And if you know that, then it's worth going for now. Because what are you waiting for? It doesn't get easier as you get older. We all know this. Yeah. So, right? Mm-hmm. No better time than now. So you, you, you get the bikes. You get to Alaska. You start the ride. Is, is there anything that happens during the first part of this, like... Uh, ride that makes you say we shouldn't be doing this oh daily yeah multiple yeah. times a day <laughs> yeah the first 10 days was rugged it was, it was rough it was really rough yeah the road is is it kind of disappears somewhat every winter and then they have to put it back together it's just gravel and they you know the snow and the ice moves it and so then um so they they're putting it back together as we're riding it, um, and it's like sort of their spring, even though it's already June twenty sixth or something of June, and and it, it just it, it goes from like deep sand to mm. good good gravel to to clay, wet clay that is caked caked in all the and and gets the wheels and... wheels stuck and. And then just the mosquitoes were like hellish and the weather, rain, hail. Yeah, we got it all. 
Yeah. So the place we flew is called Brudo Bay, Alaska. And the only thing that is up there is an oil field. There's some scientists and oil field workers. That's it. And the two mm -hmm. of us. Wow. So we fly up there mm -hmm. and this is on the Arctic Ocean. So we got to go dip our feet, toes in the Arctic Ocean. And there's, this is where polar bears are. So right. it's real north. <clears throat> and right before we got there, about a couple of days before or a day before, mm -hmm. a foot of snow fell. It was still in the shadows. So this is a place that's very unstable with weather and it changes every 15 minutes. And so I didn't realize how remote this was going to be. And for good reason. So we had 10 days, roughly, we needed to target, shoot for 50 miles a day to be able to get to Fairbanks without running out of food. Okay. Because that 10 days, there's only one gas station midway in those in those 10 days, right? And we have not ridden any of these, these bikes at all. We got these bikes, we put them together. We had 10 miles up and down the street on Bear Creek Road where my parents' farm is, made sure nothing fell off, boxed them and flew to Brudo Bay. Wow. So we didn't even know if 10, honestly, if 50 miles was realistic. We'd never even ridden bikes, let alone fully loaded, 100 pounds each fully loaded bikes, right? On an unknown we, terrain. On an unknown terrain. And there's nothing up there. So it was like, okay, we think we can do 50 miles. And then we just targeted that. And we cut it real close because by the time we got to Fairbanks, we were out of food. We had lost a ton of weight. We were seasoned, mm -hmm. leathered. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh yeah. So did yeah. you do it in ten days? Yeah. Yeah. But it was a push. It was. A it push. was a push. Yeah. It was it a was push. Hard. It was yeah. hard pedaling. Yeah. The only way we did it in ten days was because of we would run out of food if we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. The equivalent of starting where we did on this ride is if we had been helicoptered into the high Sierras and dropped off in the middle of nowhere to start hiking the PCT. Wow. That's the equivalent of where mm -hmm. we started on this bike ride. That's, that's remote. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. remote. Mm -hmm. So are you afraid of, of bears and, and uh, any other animals that may get you along the way? Sort of. Not necessarily afraid, but a, a lot okay. of respect okay for aware. sure yeah aware yeah bears and moose the moose were definitely one of the things that they we they didn't care about us they they, they just they saw us and they would not move if they were on the road because they're the big guys they're like they're like so so what yeah. so we we had to sometimes wait a half an hour for a moose to move or a car to come and then the moose would move and they would just stay in the middle of the road yeah and you have this yeah you you lay your bike down and you sit in the yeah. gravel and you hope that this thing doesn't charge you. Try, yeah, try yeah. and yell and try and scream and get it to move, but yeah, they decide yeah. if they're going to move or not. Any encounters with with uh, bear? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We had one one close call. So we saw about over sixty bears, mm -hmm. three grizzlies, and then rest were black bears. And the black bear one was that got one of them got a little too close. Yeah, the comfort, nothing yeah. ever got close to you or knocked you off the bike. Or is there any are there any animal stories that that uh, you know physically touched you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got attacked by dogs in Peru. Oh, they right. took me down. And uh, yeah, what kind of dogs are we talking about here? Are they big dogs? It, the big, wild. big, big wild dogs. Yeah, any any all kinds of breeds mixed together and okay. to make a mean, mean machine. During these times when we're riding through very remote zones, shaking off the dogs, what happens in there that you say, 
oh, this is, we're going to keep doing this, man. I want to, I want to send me into the dog pack again. I almost got taken out yesterday. I can't wait for tomorrow. Fortunately, I don't remember a whole lot of down days. No. Um, long days in Argentina and winds and stuff like that is painful and rugged and not, there's a lot of weather in Oregon mm -hmm. coast and Washington pouring rain where you're just like, okay, this sucks. I'm soaking wet, water rolling down my spine. I'm freezing. Our tent is wet. Everything's wet. Yeah. Not like the best day you've ever See, had. All those things. It. I just want to keep coming back. Like it breaks most people. Mm -hmm. So you guys yeah. have something special where yeah. we're freezing. It sucks. We haven't seen the sun in 45 days, and we just somehow keep yeah. soldiering forward. Yeah. yeah. Some of the worst days though have like this beautiful silver lining okay. and we wouldn't notice the good days if we didn't struggle and go through a lot of hell to get there sometimes. You know what I mean? All right. So we get so, when you're so in the comfortable. Shit, you're, you're saying, okay, this is what it's like when it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. we don't, you know what I mean? Like if every day was sunny, it gets really boring. You don't notice how nice it is to have a sunny day anymore. But if you actually had to ride a bike two weeks through rain, you will remember when that sun comes out after two weeks, right? That's, that's the best sunny day you've ever seen. It does make the sunny days better, but I still think riding in the rain, it just has to hit your, your core and say, this is really tough stuff that we're doing. And the awesome and the amazing, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And like, we're still mm -hmm. smiling about it. You, yeah. you, you guys look jazzed when you came in here today. Your eyes are just lit up. And I know you just came from another uh, talk about your book that you've written. Mm -hmm. And I can just see that you're, it's just, you're, you're full of life and you're excited to share this big adventure with each other. It's so wonderful to see how fulfilling it is. And I guess, when I'm thinking about your story, I'm like, I always want to know the why. And I think what I just heard was it's so fulfilling mm -hmm. what you're doing to meet everyone else. It takes you out of our little bubbles where we look out the door and everyone looks the same as us. And we mm -hmm. think everybody has a big house and more food inside than we need in two or three cars. And you get on the bike and you roll through the rest of the world mm -hmm. and you see that it's not that way. Mm -hmm. And you see these people that don't have health, don't have choices. And it, it, what I hear is maybe that's what, that is what fills your cup and why you, you want to do it and not go back to the office and try to make the next million dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. A, that's a great yeah. why. That's yeah. a really powerful why. It's, it's probably a, a hard one for the standard person to tap into. Yeah. Mm -hmm because our lives we're so embedded in them mm -hmm. it's very difficult but i think if if they could hear that message yeah yeah well, see, sometimes see, go see, ahead yeah seeing the people with less but they're how happy they are is is i think what i've realized is 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 it's not the material stuff you know i get a I get a new phone and i'm excited for a week yeah you know i i I buy a memory like this and I'm excited for it forever. Right. Know? It's forever. I always say these trips, no one can take it away. From no, you, no you can just what, go right? back. You can go broke. You can lose your job. Yeah. You can have a broken arm in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what you have done, no one can take from you. No, absolutely. No. Yeah. You yeah. can lose the yeah. car. You can go bankrupt. The house yeah. Can be 
yeah. road. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take those memories, yeah, those experiences. Right. You can't buy all yeah, the money yeah. in the world can't buy the memories that you can create. It's on a so palpable and it's so vivid when you're, yeah. when you're riding your bike through and the, the family who doesn't know you welcomes them to the, to the child's birthday party. And, and there has to be that moment where you're sitting there saying, wow. Yeah. I know I barely can speak their language. I'm sitting with them, sharing their space. Yeah. They're giving me food. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have anything. Yeah. Absolutely. And imagine having this like week after week, like you, you to experience in our life. Yeah. And it just week after week builds and builds. Yeah. And it's also the, um, the generosity and, and people welcoming you their homes keeps happening and happening that you say like, this is not coincidence. It's not just that we just happens happen to meet all these nice people just by luck and everyone else is assholes or, or sorry, bad people. It's, it's, we realized how many good people are there in this world. But the reality is most things are good. So like kind of in this story, the reason I wrote it was because we kind of missed each other in the night going to get water in a watering hole and it was absolute panic. Mm -hmm. And when you got to that point, I, it's the craziest feeling because you're really alone in the world and you have been with this person so intensely, right? Like really, really intensely. And then if you all of a sudden lose them, it is just the worst, most devastating feeling. Wow. Yeah. That's I can't the first time it. I've heard out of all of our interactions, anything about fear. It is. Mm. Yeah. It's the only thing. Yeah. You're not afraid of flying to mm. any country. You love the people. They love you. Mm. But when your partner is maybe out of sight or gone, yeah. Yeah. Scares the shit out of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's when you know you're with the right person. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So you ride the bike for over 18,000 miles. You ride it for almost two years. You write a book about it. It's this huge part of your life. But I want to know about that day that it all came, the bike ride came to an end. Mm hmm. And you finally get to the point where you can't ride this bike over any mountains. You can't go anywhere else. You're yeah. with the one you love. You've accomplished this incredible adventure. I mean, it's an expedition, mm. right? And you get to this point where the it's the end of the it's the end of the world, right? It's the tip of Argentina. Yeah. What what happens when when this thing comes to an end? Yeah. I mean, how long do we have? <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. try to describe the emotions. Um, there's, yeah. we just have a lot of other things cluttering our lives. We all do. And it's, it's easy to get into that. And we, we've done it too, but, but then we're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So if you were to <coughs> have a closing thought for folks that are trying to feel a little taste of this, get out there, don't make a big plan. Mm -hmm. Go have a trip. Make it as long as you can. Because okay. you're the only one answering to yourself, right, mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So I think no matter what that passion is, that you should go for, go for it. I'm sure it's in the book. Joyride. Mm -hmm. Joyride. You're a bike, on the tour. A bike odyssey from Alaska to Argentina. Joyride. A bike odyssey from mm -hmm. Alaska to Argentina. Yes. Yeah. Kristen and Vile. Jokinen.
Joe Keenan. Yep. You got it. Yes. Yeah, we so. lost the map. Yes. Yeah. It's all on there. Yep. She wrote the book and I, I, I'm the hero and the villain of the book. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> Dirty Free Hub is a nonprofit organization fueled by your generous contributions. Find us at dirtyfreehub.org.